on the next episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else you can drink. And here are the whiskeys that we're going to be discussing today. We have Alberta Premium Canadian Rye Whiskey. From Thomas S. Moore, we have their Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Cognac Cass. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Madeira Cass. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Sherry Casks. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Merlot Casks. And from Larceny, we have the Larceny Barrel Proof uh, B522. The Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B522. And Cream of Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey Bottled in Bond. Well, there was a few good ones today. Oh, yeah. No, it's a good day. Well, pitter-patter, let's get at her. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time again. Welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Oh, no, not a fact anymore. Welcome back. Cotter is on. Oh, no, it's not. That's not yes, it fair. Is. Yes, I know it's not fair, but they put them on at 2 o'clock. We're no longer the best thing at 2. They got Vinnie Barbarino. How am I supposed yeah. to compete against Arnold Horshack? I know that. And you his can't. mother. I mean, we are. Oh my God, that's just that's that's just cold. So now we are the second best thing at two. Well, at least we're in the top two. Yeah, yeah. So, well, this is Made Man Bob joining me today. Our Made Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here after the uh, last couple weeks I've had. You know, Kentucky Bourbon Festival, nice time. Basement at Bob's, nicer time. Don't you need to do some sort of cleanse for your liver now? What just liver? About, just, <laughs> He sold yeah, that Brent, in high school for beer money. Brent has a magic liver. Mm-hmm. It sits in a jar next to his bed. <laughs> he goes and talks to it every Take day. Take it out and wring it out. Yeah. He's, they're detachable and there's a six pack. <laughs> At this point, it's clear. <laughs> it looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> hey, good old boy, Harmeet. Uh, good day, Bob. Good day. He's, he's got his Canadian out. <laughs> I lived in Winnipeg for 10 years, man. I was a kid. I never got the accent. Can you say who's? Yeah. Who's? Yeah. And moose. And moose, moose. yeah. <laughs> and good old boy, Justin. Good morning and take off, eh? All right. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else you can drink. And here are the whiskeys that we're going to be discussing today. We have Alberta Premium Canadian Rye Whiskey. From Thomas S. Moore, we have their Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Cognac casks. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Madeira casks. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Sherry Casks. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Merlot Casks. 
And from Larceny, we have the Larceny Barrel Proof uh, B522, the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B522, and Cream of Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey Bottled in Bond. So we're going to have Justin tell us all about our sips ratings. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I'm like you. I'm trying to figure out what that's supposed to be. He's trying to do Canadian, but it's not going. That's Canadian? Came out as Irish. Very weird. Yeah, it sounded like a leprechaun on amphetamines. No way. Yeah. Two sips. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like speeding and Zolis. But what else do you have, eh? Well, isn't that nice? Oh, my God. Three sips. Mm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. It was not a Canadian accent. I know. <laughs> no, it was interesting. It was just it was not Canadian. Yeah. Four sips, eh? Let's keep this secret to ourselves. The A would be at the end of that sentence. <laughs> Pour me another. B. A. That's Take off, eh? There you go. There you go. See? Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 Uh, All I know is there are people in Canada right now that are all like, you know. We just lost their entire Canadian audience. Yeah, they can take off, eh? (sighs) So, uh, yeah. So why don't we? (laughs) Dear Lord. Let's let's okay. You want Canadian? Okay. No, I don't. We need to get started. Well, pitter patter. Let's get at her. There you go. There you go. Let's get started. Those are the hicks. Yep. So go ahead, Brent. Tell us about our first whiskey. Okay, our first whiskey is Alberta Premium Canadian Rye Whiskey. Comes in at forty percent ABV, eighty proof. It's produced by Alberta Distillers Limited, one of the first distilleries to create a true 100% rye whiskey. This is the first release of their signature core expression, Alberta, premium to the U.S. market. The premium 100% Canadian rye whiskey currently boasts the title of the number one selling 100% rye whiskey in the world. That's an interesting boast. So the color on this, very, very light straw. The um, On the nose, I get a little bit of a cut hay, some uh, cherries. It's all like on the faint side. And I guess it's because it's that 40 proof, 80 proof. The, um, on the palate, I get it's some also cherries. also comes off the still really high proof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Canadian. It's a lighter style of whiskey, so. Yeah, this is, uh, on the palate, I get some cherries, vanilla, a little bit of mint, a little bit of cinnamon. Don't think that this is your American rye. It's not. You know, this is just like a little, a smooth little sipper. I can understand why they are, why they boast as the number one selling because this is going to appease to a lot of a, a lot of a broader audience than just those people looking for an American uh, bourbon and all the tasting notes that come with that. I think this expands their their product line, and I guess that's why they enjoy, why a lot of it's. My people enjoy it. But finish is just, it's nice. It's pleasurable. Enjoy drinking it. You can sip it. Put it in with a little bit of a juice or an ice cube and sit around the pool or around the iceberg if you're in Canada. Harm, what do you think? I disagree with everything you said. Thank you. <laughs> you are wrong and uh, you're proud of it. And you're not afraid to show it. That's good. Good, nice, confident about you. Boston, you completed out of Boston. Yeah. 
Look, I'm from Canada, but when I left, it was 13, so I was not drinking yet, even though all my peers in high, in, in elementary school probably were. Um, <laughs> no, no, what's, what's, okay, left? No, no, no. Asked I was kicked leave. out. Asked leave. Asked leave. <laughs> kicked out at 13. We right. came to Florida for a reason. It was yeah. cold there. It's called indictments. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just never developed a taste for Canadian whiskey after, you know, being of age. It's just too light, and you you pulled out hay and cherries and cinnamon. I mean, I get the hay, the grassy notes there, but I don't get much else. It's just hay and like a sugary sweetness, a little bit of honey, a little honeysuckle, and that's it. And the palate is just so weak and watery. It's This is not the Canadian whiskey I like. Alberta Premium makes one of my favorite Canadian whiskeys ever, and that's their cast strength. Right, and that is delicious. That is fantastic. That is yeah. great stuff. Yeah. But this is not this is not what this they're is, going this for. Is, here. This is their mixing whiskey. Right. Yeah. This but is, I don't mix whiskeys generally. This, you know? That's you, what I, I again I beg to differ, sir. I, I've seen you blend I've seen you mix plenty of whiskeys. All right. I, I blend a couple in your, single malts. In your so gullet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's going back. They, they to, all mix in my belly. Yeah. Um so frankly, if you're gonna do a crown or not crown, I'm sorry, Canadian and, and ginger, yeah. Sure, this would be fine. But I, I didn't get all those flavors that you got, Brent. I mean, this is just didn't do anything for me. There was like a, it was a watery palate, and, and I got some unexpected heat in the mid-palate. Bob, what do you think? It's Canadian. It is absolutely 100% Canadian in style. It's a lighter style of whiskey, which, you know, may or may not be your thing. Um, but it's just like, well, I mean, some of the finest whiskey in the world is Japanese. That's a very, very light style of whiskey. Um, so I, I try not to judge it, you know, off of, you know, an, you know, a knucklehead who wants to drink 140 proof death bourbon the rest of my life. Well, um, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> well, the fat man made a funny. Yeah. So, um, it is very Canadian in style. Um, I get it. This is... I mean, I don't need any water to wash out my mouth. It's no. just not, there's not nothing. No, well, me. you know, the thing that got me on this one is how sweet it is. It's very sweet. You know, Canadian whiskey is not generally a bone dry style. It's, it tends to be a little bit on the sweet, but this is much sweeter than a lot that I've had. Um, it's like sweet candy, almost like a candy corn on the nose. And who likes candy corn? We're coming up on Halloween, man. It's, it's the old lady giving you the candy corn. You got to egg her house. I hate the candy corn. <laughs> but I, I, I get a, a, a sweet caramel. I get a dry oak on it. Um, the finish on it, light to medium, um, but well made. You know, a solid example of a classic Canadian whiskey. Um, I'm also that guy who doesn't drink Crown Royal. So yeah. don't, don't take what yeah. I've said. That's heart, what I'm know? saying. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you can't go, you have to be objective in the fact that you have to rate it for what it is, as opposed to what you're jonesing for. My at the moment. You're right. So, you know, again, so you're right. It's solid. It's a, it's a solid, extremely well-made whiskey. I agree with you. Their, their cast strength is absolutely fantastic. Over the top. Dude. I would drink that every day. I think they should only make that and nothing else <laughs> and hold back all the stuff they're sending to Vermont and just keep bottling cast strength because that, if you see that, Alberta, oh man, grab it. That one is fantastic. But this is more, you know, of this is more of the middle of the shelf, the one they're probably, you know, I mean, they're selling a zillion bottles of this, number one selling 100% Canadian rye in the world. Um, you know, well made. I, I can't I can't say anything bad about it. 
for sure. Justin, uh, you gonna make cocktails with this? You're drinking this. I see you going back to that glass. I'm thinking of what to mix it with. Um, on the nose, I got like white grapes, and then initially it was bitter. And I got a acetone note on the palate. I've never had this before. I drink it, and there's a pause before there's any flavor. And then after the brief pause, I get a big rye hit, and then there's a metallic finish to it. I think you ate something. Uh, yeah. yeah some- <laughs> you also just got back from a week in Napa, so I know the way there's a pause that your brain is still oh, soaking at this point. Certainly possible. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, uh, you know, a, a solid, well-made classic canadian whiskey um i you know my problem is i grew up an era where people were drinking canadian whiskey and crown canadian club and they were mixing it with ginger ale and it was you know it was like uh yeah you can do this by the pool yeah it it felt like you know like uh, austin powers you know x out you know so uh this is not your this is not your kentucky rye i mean this is a well, no, is yeah, exactly. No, that's what close. that's or what Pennsylvania rye or, or yeah. any kind of rye in the United States. Well, that's the nice thing is rye is different all over the place too. You know, I mean, yes, you know, we have an example of that coming up later. Maryland rye is different from Monongahela style rye. Is different from Kentucky rye. Is different from Indiana. It's different from Canadian. So. Yes, but we're going to be rating the uh, Alberta Premium Canadian Rye Whiskey a solid three sips. Interesting. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back. We just finished discussing the Alberta Premium Rye. So we are moving on now, and we're going to go uh, talk a little bit about the Thomas S. Moore Collection. Uh, the Thomas S. Moore Collection is produced by the team at Barton 1792 Distillery, and it was designed to be a new category of extended finished bourbon. To create these whiskey, Barton 1792 Signature High Rye Recipe is aged for five to six years in new charred oak barrels before filling into other casks that previously matured various wines or spirits from around the world. These whiskeys are then left to age from anywhere from a year to four years. This extended cask finishing method results in elegant whiskeys, uh, each displaying a distinct flavor profile reflecting nuances of both the bourbon and the finishing cask. The brainchild of distiller Danny Kahn. Hey, Danny. Good guy. Uh, he personally tasted every barrel that went into this release, uh, created a few sub-blends for each expression, and sorted those sub-blends into categories of flavors from which the final blends were chosen. The whiskeys we have today are from the second release in the collection. So we're going to go to the first one, which is the Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in cognac casts. It's uh, 46.7% ABV, 93.4 proof. Uh, finished in ex-cognac casks that previously held cognac for six or more years. The bourbon was left in the cask to mature for another two to four years before it was then blended into this expression. So, um, on the color, a nice uh, goldish bronze to it. On the nose, yeah, and this is the thing that we were all discussing. And everything we've done so far from Thomas Moore, these really need air. When you first open them up, they're all muted. Um, and the longer they sit on the table, the more that it comes this out. This is a completely different whiskey from completely when we first tasted. Completely different whiskey. So um, now I'm really getting I'm getting a lot of fruit on this. I get a little bit. I get just a slight bit of citrus in the tip of the nose. But the thing that I mostly get is honey, like honey blossoms and jasmine. There's a nice floral note on it. The nose on this is just in the last hour has went up a hundred percent. It was so closed earlier. Yeah, 
really much, much more closed. And on the palate, mm, I definitely get the orange on that. I get a little bit of dried fruit. Um, I get a little bit of earthiness to it, like a little bit of a slatiness. Um, toasted oak, I definitely get a little bit of uh, cedar on it. The nice thing is, is the cognac is not overwhelming. Um, a lot of times when you do a barrel finish, it's like drinking what was in the barrel before. Um, well, we don't know if the barrels were wet or they'd taken them yeah, apart and yeah. shipped them too, because if, if the, the barrels were dry when they filled them. I'm guessing they were probably dry. They're they're not going to impart as much um, cognac. The finish on it, uh, medium finish, but you know, solid whiskey. And, and again, uh, just coming back to it after sitting here and tasting it and then going through this far in the show, um, it's, it's va the nose especially is vastly, vastly increased. So what'd you think, Harm? I got apricot, like you said, bright citrus. Uh, the flowers I got was lavender, mm -hmm. a little earthiness. Um, I don't get the, like, like a fresh cognac barrel. I've had cognac, other cognac finished whiskeys. Yeah. I get more, more spice. Yeah. And more floral, floral notes. I think that's why I think these were maybe drier. Yeah, I think you're dead on. I think they were probably dry. Uh, on the palate, it's apricot and orange and vanilla. And um, there's an earthy note, but I didn't I didn't get that as much as on the nose. I didn't get that chalky that you're talking about. Um, and I don't taste the cedar, but everything else, I pretty much agree with you. Yeah, I ended up with a little bit of a grapefruit on the palate. Especially, really? yeah, a little, especially the second time around. It's well, stop eating of, the grapefruit, put that down. I know that we're trying to drink whiskey here. I know it's early in the morning and breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but come on, man. I know, but it it's, was, it's, it's a citrus it's a, note, but it's not orange. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe, I, mean, I was, uh, I said orange, but you're right, it's not orange. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's like a, it's yeah. citrusy, but it's not like a pink grapefruit. More yeah, it's yeah. not one citrus yeah, it's, fruit, uh, it's like all citrus fruit. It's kind of it's muddled. maybe not lime. I'm I, not the word I have is muddled. It's kind of a muddled citrus. Yeah, yeah. I think he's right. It's kind of like orangey and pink grapefruity. Mm -hmm. Justin, I think if flavor pack made a citrus, that would be it. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so some, not this company, but some companies will use the flavor pack company to emulate different smells and flavors, and they'll kind of make a generic. Oh, you're talking like Flavor Man. Flavor Man. Yeah. Right. So I initially, I did not like this when we poured it, but it just keeps getting better and better and yeah, better. It was really muted when we first yeah. poured it. And right. if I ever met Mr. Khan, I would ask him, the master distiller, how long do you leave them out before you taste them? Because it changes so much. I like to know what point he hit it at. Um, I also got notes of... Uh, vanilla and some soil oak cedar and i found the finish to be medium yeah you both got cedar i didn't get the cedar yeah back palate after you swallow just just slightest hint um not over not like when you open your grandmother's cedar chest and just just that slight bit of cedar to it the humidor yeah you lick, yeah you lick yeah. a cigar box yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a humidor just without the tobacco in it. Right, yeah. right. Well, kids, what do we give it? Well, we're going to be rating the Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in cognac cask a well-deserved three sips, if I can get to it. There you go. Interesting. So we're going to have Justin tell us about our next whiskey. 
So our next whiskey is the Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Madeira casks. It's 48.25% alcohol by volume or 96.5 proof. And no, I did not do the math. The whiskey was finished in Madeira casks for between two and four years. On the nose, I got um, oak and Madeira notes, hints of uh, tobacco, citrus, dried fruits. On the palate, it was oaky and sweet, and it was very well balanced. Um, This is a good representation of a Madeira finished spirit. What did you think, Bob? It caught me off guard when I first tried it, because when I see Madeira, usually it's a sweeter Madeira. Um, So I was expecting that sticky bomb. Um, So when I got it, I, I, Harm and I talked about it. I I think it's a social Madeira. Um, It's definitely a drier Madeira. Um, You don't get that big sticky sweet bomb to it. Um, On the nose, I get a little bit of oak in the tip of the nose. I get a like a rich tobacco leaf, a little bit of dried fruit, which is the Madeira coming through. And on the palate, hmm, I get a caramel, I get a earthy, earthy raisiny uh, to it, but it's not, um, you know, the really sticky, sweet, earthy raisiny. Um, a little bit more drier on the palate. Um, but very, very interesting. Uh, I thought it was well made. What'd you think, Brett? Yeah, it's kind of reminded me of like a sangria, with the muddled, with the muddled uh, flavors. Of oh, you the, want one? I'll get to wait. Waitress. Yes. <laughs> and but with bring with, me a uh, bucket. But with raisins in it, uh, a sangria with raisins hmm. was kind of what way I would describe it. How I how I perceived it, and a little bit of a stickiness to your tongue. Hmm. But everything was very forward palate. Um, it just didn't coat my. Everything was very front of your tongue. Yeah, it didn't coat you know my mouth or anything. Yeah, it like missed that. the back palate. Yeah, it missed the whole back palate. You a little bit on the top of your mouth, but it just is like a little bit emptiness to me. For this, you know the 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 finish kind of died off quickly. Mm. Um, it was harm. I ignored everything you guys said. Thank you. Um, That's that's normal. That's right. (laughs) The Madeira was mediocre at first, again, with air. Oh, it's it's significantly increased. Yeah. The nose is there. There was no nose before. Yeah. Um, And you were saying it was like a surshell, which I expect to be more nutty. Um, yeah, that's the, the thing that got me off is there was, there wasn't the nuttiness which you usually no, get I, with yeah. the air. I got the sweeter style of Madeira. Yeah. I'm getting the dried fruits and the sweetness. Uh, Justin said tobacco. That's right. Um, there's there's a little bit of sugar and a little bit of nuttiness on the on the palate at the very end, but uh, it's it's decent. Yeah. It's it's a lot better than when it first, uh, when oh, we first yeah. opened it. Oh yeah. Well, I, but, honestly, uh, but, all of them we have from them have have greatly increased with air. Well, what Brent said, I, I I said I was ignoring you, but I heard something about it being all on the the tip of the tongue and on the top. You're right. There was nothing on the back. It was yeah. weird. It's yeah. right. It's yeah. it, 
very, very front forward. It didn't coat yeah. your mouth at all. It was nothing. About the front third of the tongue, a little bit on the side, the roof of your mouth, and then the back it dropped. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Just but I mean, gone. we've had whiskeys that do that. Oh, yeah. Know, we it, It's not the only one. Yeah. It happens. What are you going to do? Uh, but it is what it is. But we're going to be rating the uh, Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Madeira cask. Three sips. Interesting. So let's go on to our next one. We're going to have uh, Harm tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. The Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in sherry cask, 49% ABV or 98.7 proof. How does that work out? Let's just be just 98 proof, but whatever. There's a 0.7 in here somehow. This whiskey was finished in Oloroso sherry casks between one and four years. It's got a deep reddish copper color to it. Um, the nose. This one... Unlike the others, I think the nose really stood out much more at oh, yeah. first before it got all this air, and uh, it hasn't changed too much. No. Uh, sweet, rich fruit, toasted nuts. Um, I got figs. Figs and a, a little bit of oak. Uh, on the palate, let me give another taste. Mm. Sweet entry, soft, um, a little bit uh, round. You get that dried fruit and nuts. The nuts really come out on the palate like um, like a little bowl of nuts and, and candied fruit. Vanilla and a hint of cinnamon on the back. And the finish is medium long. Mm. This is this had the finish where the Madeira didn't. Mm. Right. Brent? Yes. I also got a little bit of to, the tobacco on the nose kind of followed through on the palate a little bit for me. Yeah, like a sweet the, tobacco. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of it. But it's... Interesting how they do these, you know, all these different finishes that they're doing, but it's, um, it's, that's what so many people are doing these days is doing it. And I think the, I think the latest one is, is white oak or French oak. French, French oak. oak. Yeah. 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 Everybody at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, everybody had a French everybody oak. Everybody had a French oak. Yeah. It was like the buzzword of the yeah. day, you know, so it's something. I, I keep wondering if like a ship of French oak just came in like six months <laughs> earlier and like, hey, we got a sale. You know, yeah. it's a blue you know, light. It's like lumber liquidators sale yeah. on white, uh, French oak. <laughs> so this one. I enjoyed definitely more than the other one, it, you know, because just because of the way it coated your mouth better and the finish was longer. But yeah, it's just prettier whiskey. Yep. Yeah. Justin, I remember talking to Made Man Brent six years ago, and he said the next big thing is going to be finished whiskeys, and boy was he right. And we have a lot today. So what's interesting about this is the Merlot. Cast. We're on the Oloroso one still. You've jumped ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the sherry cask. He's been drinking, folks. Don't mind him. <laughs> what was interesting was um, the finish was like a short to medium finish, and the sherry was decently balanced in it. I think it was pretty good. What'd you think, Bob? I'm wondering which one he was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The color on this is what I would expect from a, a sherry finished whiskey. It's got a beautiful color to it. Um, like a dark burnished bronze. There's reddish glints through. Yeah. There. The the nose, it's got it's got a really nice fruit. It's got some nuttiness to it. You're right with the figs. The figs are there. A little bit of tobacco. And on the palate. Mm. Just beautiful dried fruits figs a little bit of raisin some nuts some cinnamon on it and there's some other spice in there i just couldn't figure out what it is and and a medium 
medium to long finish. Uh, I, I, so far, this is the best one of the three for me. So, so we're going to be rating the Thomas S. Moore uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in sherry cask. A well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Hell, I'd buy that. All right, so Brent's got the last one from Thomas Moore, so tell us about that one. This is the Thomas S. Moore Kentucky Straight Bourbon finished in Merlot casks. 46.65% ABV, 93.3 proof. This whiskey was finished in Merlot casks from several estates in Napa and Sonoma for between two to four years. Again, the color on this is is kind of the same as the others, a copper penny, 80s copper penny color. It's got some reddish ones too. A little, a little bit. bit. Just a little bit, you know. The, um, the nose is fruit, 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 plums, more fruit, and a little bit of like a like a poppy flower uh, nose to it. On the palate, nice coating. This one, I, I like the coating of the mouth on this one the best. Uh, you, some of those, you get a nice soft taste to it, uh, long all those fruits that come through there, you know, you get the plums, the raspberries, um, definitely some, definitely a dark cherry to it. Just coat your mouth's knife, and uh, I like the finish. The finish is, I think, the longest one of all of them that we've had so far. So hmm. I think you're right on the finish there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Harm? Oh, um, I have nothing to add to what you said, dude. You, you hit okay, all moving the, on then. Yeah. yeah. He, he hit all the notes. It's a fruit bomb. Plums and dark cherries and raspberries and it's quite good, Justin. So, I agree with a lot of what everyone said, but I noticed a note of potpourri slightly on the nose and definitely on the palate, which was interesting. Um, don't eat the potpourri. Yeah, right. Don't, when you go to the bathroom and the urinal, don't eat the big mint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to tell him that. From time to time. Every time. Yeah. Well, every time. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> but his breath smells great, you know. That's right. The so Merlot is all on the back end for me. And uh, it was interesting. It's, it's mid palate to back for me. Not 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 all on the back, but a little bit in the mid. It's good fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. It The very tip, the front edge, it misses a little bit. But just behind that, the rest of the palate all the way down the throat. Um, yeah, this is, I think this is the first Merlot finished bourbon I've ever had. I've had Cabernet finished bourbons. Oh, I love the Pritchard think. Hill from uh, Jefferson's. Remember we had that on the show? Yeah, that, yeah. that, that was, was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think I of another Merlot. I don't know if we've had one or not. I mean, it's got a great nose to it, and like like the three before it again. And we're you, in South Florida, you, so it's get, Merlot. Yeah, if you get any of the Thomas S. Moores, absolutely pour them walk away for at least half an hour yeah. um because that the, the wine finish really benefits me here um definitely some really nice fruit on this dried fruit that's what i think about any if you go to a bar and you really want to you really want to taste the things properly pour what you want next first mm. and then order something that you and then when you can come back to the next one mm-hmm. and then you order your other one ahead so it's always you're always ahead of one 
And you can really get what they really should be like. Brent's a planner. Yeah. Two fists are not enough for Brent. Yeah. We need <laughs> four hands. Well, fortunately, he has the extra Y chromosome, so he has opposable thumbs on his feet like a channel. <laughs> so, so he can do four at once. They come in handy. I don't want to know about that part, buddy. Um, <laughs> handy. The but keeper. great, you know, great fruit on it, dried fruit and plums and raspberries, a little bit of dark cherry on it. And on the palate, rich, dark fruit, a little bit of spicy white pepper for me. It's got a great mouthfeel, coats the tongue, other than the very front edge. It's got a good finish to it as well. So Balanced. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I first tasted it, I thought the finish was a little bit off, but with the air, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be rating the uh, Merlot Cast Thomas Moore, forceps. That's classified. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished talking about uh, four really good whiskeys from uh, Thomas S. Moore. So we're going to go on to our next whiskey, uh, which is from the folks at Heaven Hill, which is the Larceny Barrel Proof. This is release B522, 61.9% ABV. So Ooh, yeah. 123.8 proof. Mash bill is 68 corn, 12, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. It's non-aged, stabled uh, between six and eight years is the general consensus. Um, Larceny Barrel Proof B522 is the second batch of Larceny Barrel Proof for uh, 2022, following the traditional coating system established by Heaven Hill for their barrel proof releases. The first letter of the batch indicates which of that year's releases the bottle was part of, starting with A, while the second digit in the number determines the month of the year, and then the third and fourth digits indicate the year. So this is the uh, this is the second release, which was originally released in May of 22. Didn't hit, didn't hit the stores it did, for it didn't hit Florida you know, for two more months. Yeah, and until at least you know the end of July. Um, you know, release is a tricky word um but let's get to it so on the nose yeah big fresh oak uh it's got a sweet brown sugar and berries and and lots and lots of black cherry oh yeah great nose and on the palate let's have a sip hmm this is not what you think when you're thinking a weeded whiskey. This thing is big. It's bold. It's spicy. I get a lot of uh, white pepper up on the front of the palate and the teeth. Um, head on, dude. You hit the nail on the head. Fantastic. I mean, it's it's if I if I handed this to you and poured it to you and didn't tell you what it was, you would never in a million Garriers guess that this is a weeded larceny. Um, yeah, this thing. This is this is the weeded brick in the teeth. Is what this is. Uh, <laughs> I think this is one of the better larceny releases that I've had in the last year or two uh, from Heaven Hill. So, what do you think, Brent? My mouth is tingling. It is. It's just a, just a flavor. <laughs> well, you're eating pop rocks, knucklehead. <laughs> well, stop it. Pop rocks in the form of a larceny. You know, it is. Uh, you know, larceny is nice when you have a regular larceny. You're just enjoying it. It's a nice weeded bourbon. Mm -hmm. This one here. Kick this one's turned to 11. Yeah, kick it up a little bit because this is enjoyable. You're, it lingers in your mouth. Your whole mouth feels it. That pepper really rings through. So you think you're drinking a rye just because of the pepper that you get that comes through. 
uh, you wonder why they ever didn't make this is what you're thinking that you know like why was this why did it take so long for them again to come everything out with this? doesn't have to cost a fortune everything doesn't have to be insanely rare but it, again you look at it and you go why don't you just make this and nothing else just make this <laughs> just make this just make this and you're right. fine <laughs> wow yeah exactly right yeah <laughs> just make this yeah this is it's, so much better well it's the thought. same thing we were talking alberta man just make that cast strength skip everything else just make that one i will buy that stuff by the truckload right. so <laughs> If you're listening to us, just make everything cast strength and we will buy it. Yeah, that, yeah, that also, yeah. yeah. They did a good job. I don't know. Here. What does Johnny say? Isn't happy hour any time? Well, I think he's right. Every what do you time. think, Arm? Happy hour is any time. Uh, I got creme brulee. You guys, neither of you guys said that. Um, creme brulee and raspberries. I didn't get so much cherry as, as raspberry on this. Uh, I think we were talking off the air and Justin said maraschinos and I got that on the palate. Yeah. I got, I, I got the distinct cherry, and then I got that mishmash of... nose, it was the raspberry. I got the mishmash of berries, like everything. Yeah. Brown sugar, but what, what we all have said so far is that white pepper, and that really mm. hits. And yeah. it's, The finish is long, actually. It's pretty yeah. long. It's, I like it's it. It's a very long finish. Yeah. Justin, do you, do you agree with us? Are you going to be the iconoclast? I, I do agree, but... Um, you want me to explain iconoclast to him? Yeah, no, yeah he, I'll, he have to, I'll have to look at my I wouldn't want to be condescending, later. but he wouldn't understand that. Thesaurus, no, brontosaurus, something. So what's interesting about this is this tastes to me exactly like an old-fashioned um, in a bourbon cast strength form, which is really cool. But my favorite part... It's not part, that sweet. I, I, people well, I mean, a well-balanced sure. one. Like if you took, you know, oh, you, you're, like your dry vermouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's not three-quarters <laughs> simple syrup. Yeah. It's a drink called South of Hudson, Manhattan. Right. Some okay. bartender yeah, Savannah made. That's a good yeah. analogy. And it's just like that. And then my favorite part is it makes my two lower front teeth numb. So I want to <laughs> know how much and how fast do I have to drink this so that like my teeth fall asleep. Because so I you think can go it's to the heading dentist, there, or is this some sort of hockey injury? What happened? Maybe we should nah, just pour just, it on. No, let's pour it in your ear and see where it goes from there. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's but like I, when my I, wife I, was in the I, hospital I, with our first <laughs> child, and they gave her the epidural. Mike, can I have one? And he looks at me. He goes, "I don't think you need one." I said, "Yeah, but I want it in my neck. I want to. You know, I'll stand on my head. I just, you know, I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking for a different area to go numb at this point." Yeah, this stuff's cool. Yeah, this is this is one of the better releases, Larceny Barrel Proof, and that's saying something because they're always good. You know, I, I loved last year's B five twenty two, but yeah. now you guys have got me reconsidering that. I think this may be better. Well, we're going to be five twenty one. Sorry, we're going to be giving the uh, score for Larceny Barrel Proof B five twenty two is going to be a well deserved four sips. That's classified. All right, so we're going to have Justin tell us about our next whiskey from the folks at Heaven Hill. So our next whiskey. Is Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B522. You had me at Barrel Proof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we always do. And it's 60.5% alcohol by volume or 121 proof. The mash bill is 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye. It's non age stated, um, but they think it's at least 12 years old and non-chill filtered. I th think it is actually age-stated now. Don't they do that? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're putting it on yeah. there. It's 12 years. That's a, yeah. that's a typo yeah. there because they've, yeah. they've started doing this. This is yeah. 12. Yeah, they used to have the old 12, Elijah Craig 12. You know, yeah, back those. in the day, that was yeah. the best value on the show. Oh, yeah. I still have a few of those with the big giant cork. The yeah. pores didn't fit it. You know, They yeah. had special pourers made to fit it for speed racks. 
So Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is uncut small batch of the 12-year-old bourbon bottled straight from the barrel, which, listen, distillers, that all should be like this. Released three times per year and following the same coating system as the Larceny Barrel Proof, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof 521. 522. 522. Yeah, sorry. Is the second batch of Barrel Proof for 2022. And... The nose is like uh, chestnuts, caramel, vanilla. Uh, my good boy, chestnuts, definitely. Yeah. My initial, I, I went to the Japanese sweet store, so I ate all kinds of weird fruits and nuts. So it's all we in my head. We need to talk after the show. I'm ready to go. We will. Okay. We'll go together. I'll go again. And the, the palate on it. Mm. So good. It's just so <laughs> good. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating on my diet and my girlfriend at the same time when I drink this. It's so good. And the finish is medium delicious. And just just go out and buy this and buy them all. And don't tell your friends. But share with your friends if they're nice. But otherwise, just drink it yourself. That's all I have to say. Yeah, screw your friends. Just screw hoard them. it. Crawl into the basement and hoard it. Covet it. Covet it like Gollum. Hold it like you're precious. Yeah, but here's the thing with these barrel proofs. They are now doing, you're able to find this a lot easier, not necessarily the B20, the 522 or whatever, but a lot of stores are doing barrel proofs. So it's a lo- lot more available. They started doing it last year with barrel proof. I think I bought the last barrel in Florida that they would not give me barrel proof. Like mm. the next month they started barrel proof. I was yeah. up there picking a barrel and I got the press release on my phone that morning as I was walking down Main Street to go to the old Forrester distillery to do the pick that it said, oh, we're going to do barrel proof now. And I showed it to the guy and he goes, nope. <laughs> ah, like you're killing me, yeah. man. <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've got one coming for the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society in December. That's barrel proof. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. But I, it, that's what's nice about this is that you're going to be able to get a lot more expressions. A lot more, yeah. A lot more expressions of this. So, um, but other than that, uh, you know, Joan Jett has that song, Cherry Bomb. Yeah. This is, oh, yeah. Uh, this is Joan, just to be Joan Jett's uh, little, uh, little sidekick, mm-hmm. the Cherry Bomb. That's what I, that's what I perceive it as. But it's, I enjoy it. I mean, I don't know how you're going to improve something like this. I love that the finish is really strong right at the very front palate, right at the edge of your tongue. It's pretty rare. But it's very, very nice. All I know is when I pick it up. I am very aroused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this we is... We can see that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even from this far away without your glasses? Sorry. Uh, yeah, this is everything that you want a bourbon to be at a price you can actually afford. You know, this is this is fantastic. It's right. huge. Not if I have anything to say for it. It's got beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Just I will just price you out of the market. <laughs> it's got dried oak, but it's not astringent dry oak. It's got caramel. It's got dark, 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 almost burnt toffee. Um, it's spicy as hell. It's uh, it's just it's fantastic. Again, I, the only bad thing is, is is they didn't send a case. Mm. But the good thing is, is that people are going to get a lot more varieties mm. of this. 
Well, the good thing is, is they sent it at all. And thank you very, very much to the folks at Heaven Hill for the sample. Well, see, the single barrel ones are different. They're, there's a lot more variety. There's a lot more vari variation of the single correct. barrels. But yeah, this correct. is their this yeah. is their small yeah. batch. This is what they're blending towards with. Yeah. And right. this, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you might get lucky and get a barrel that tastes like that when you're doing an individual pick. But they're able to put this out in quantity. So, they can fill the holes or what a single barrel may not have. Yeah. I was doing a tequila tasting. I was going to buy a couple of barrels of tequila. Individual barrels, they were like, okay. And I mixed two of them together. It's like they filled the holes. But you can't do that when you buy a single barrel. So, Well, you can just buy two and then mix them. I'm not, doing, I'm not buying two barrels. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Chief. Well, you know. So if the master distiller's out sick, harm's ready to fill in. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be scoring the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B522, a well deserved five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 All right, so that takes us to our last whiskey, and we're gonna have Harm tell us about that one. Thanks again, Bob. That's uh, our last whiskey of the day is Cream of Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, bottled in bond, fifty percent ABV or hundred proof for you lawyers out there who can't do math other than thirty three percent. I resemble that remark. He can do forty two. You can, you can do 40 and, and one-third. Yeah. You can do 30 yeah. of anything. Yeah. Nice. So uh, this is the new release from Jim Rutledge, who is a master at his craft. This is the Cream of Kentucky label. is the only the second rye release ever, following his High Plains rye released last year. This new expression for Cream of Kentucky is made with 100% rhyme and rye. And I wrote down a whole bunch of uh, rhymes for the word rye, and I'm not going to use them today because we're running out of time. Damn. Uh, it's distilled and aged and bottled in Kentucky, Artisan Distillery at Crestwood, Kentucky. The release was a limited run of only 70 barrels. The color is an old penny, and this is weird. This is unique. This is like no other rye I've ever smelled or tasted. Um, I know Brent and I were talking about being kids and eating malto meal. Does anybody remember malto meal? I remember. Yeah. So this is like... That malto meal nose with Damn Yankees. citrus. We drink cream peel. of wheat. We do cream of wheat down here. But yeah, cream of wheat's that, that for you effete Southerners who can't mm -hmm. handle malt. <laughs> you got to have your your special wheat. It's all white. Malto meal has a, has a little color to it and a little more flavor. So this is orange peel and like this malted uh, cereal note mm -hmm. on the nose. It's really strange. I don't get that. I don't get any of that spice I normally get from rye. On the palate, it was creamy. It started light, but then it builds. It was really creamy. And again, the malt and the citrus, the finish was long and interesting. I don't know what to make of this. Justin, you've got some weird expressions to, 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 to share with us. What happened here? So visually, this reminds me of like a circle of cream with a center of vibrant, rye flavor kind of like a weird gumball and i i knew you were gonna go weird but that just yeah that's away. really weird yeah, yeah. And go ahead yeah the, i mean the the creaminess i've never had in a rye like this before it's <laughs> yeah it's not the spice it's the creaminess is yeah mm -hmm. that mouthfeel but usually a rye is dry this is creamy what'd you think bob Again, I got the first thing I got on it was was cream of wheat and citrus. It's uh, not cream of wheat, man. It's malto meal. It's malto meal with oranges. 
It's a like bit if, of butter, a little bit, a little bit of brown yeah. sugar. If you took yeah. a malted milk ball and scraped all the chocolate off of it, and just got the inside part, that's what it is. Um, on the palate, hold on. On the palate, I got cedar. I got like the slightest, like pininess, almost like a pine nut pinoles. It's got a really great creamy coating mouth. Your whole mouth is coated with it. It's got a little bit Pine of a peppery a spice call. to it. That's a good one. Yeah, right. The, and uh, the cedar, a good call. It's not what you expect. I find it really interesting, but it's not what you expect. No, you get that the, with the creaminess of the mouthfeel. I get a lot of that baking spice as well mm-hmm. that comes out. Yeah, that that you don't expect when you're having this. When I'm eating my Malto meal from when I was five, the I've heard stories about your childhood. You didn't get Malto meal. You ate sawdust and that's right, paint sawdust chips, and paint chips, yeah. lead paint. Clearly, yeah. oh, definitely. Those are <laughs> those are great to chew on. Mm-hmm. When he ate them, he saw the pretty colors, and the ceiling started to drip. Yeah. Oh, it's but the, yeah, the uh, the finish on this is excellent. Yeah, it's got a great spice. Finish. I mean, yeah. it's the baking uh, spice didn't come out till it got air. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get it earlier. Yeah, and uh, we're going to enjoy this one. Yeah. Well, we're going to be giving the Cream of Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey Bottle and Bond four sips. That's classified. Well, that's all the time we have today. I want to thank our co-host for joining us. Uh, thank you, Brent. Uh, thanks for bringing me back to my childhood. I appreciate that. I have heard about your childhood. You shouldn't thank anybody for that. Thank you, Harm. Thank you, uh, Bob, for having me, and thank you for uh, reminding me why we left Canada. I'm also not we, taking we, him back to his childhood because I've met his mom and his. Yeah, you know, it's I'm cold afraid. up there, and the whiskey is 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 like yeah. vodka, man. I, I want the heavy American whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Justin. It's about time to say thank you, eh? Put your toque back on, <laughs> would you? <laughs> All right. So this is uh, Made Man Bob for Sip Suds and Smokes. Thanks for joining us, and remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Well, there was a few good ones today. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what your name is, bud. No, it wasn't bad ones. No, it's a good day. Yep. Can't complain, but I am going back to the Elijah Craig. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a 
one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.